Hello everyone, we're back with another episode of the Young Foolish Podcast. And this week we are going to be talking about something pretty philosophical, right? So I'm calling this staying positive versus assuming the worst, right? Because mm. I think it's not, it's not, it's not so black and white. I think not only from my own experiences and the way I can approach it, but just even, I don't know, more abstract and in theory and just kind of talking about the concepts. I think there's a lot to, to both of them. I think there's a lot uh, someone could get out of both having that kind of positivity and then also kind of looking at the worst case scenarios ahead of time, right? Or in, in the situation that you're in and looking at the worst potential consequences Right. So, yeah, this week, uh, it's just going to be Raymond and me, and that's what we're going to go into. Any initial thoughts, Raymond? Um, well, I want to know what you mean by positivity. Okay. And I yeah. also want to know, yeah, I think just that part, yeah. What do you mean by staying positive? Right. So, I think... Uh, with a lot of staying positive, for me, I think it's kind of a belief that things will work out, right? As I think uh, staying positive is uh, a lot, not not having a negative attitude, not exhibiting a lot of negative emotions, and just kind of be positive a little bit, you know, right? It's just a more of an attitude and outlook type type of thing. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. Well, I I don't know. I think um I would say I'm a pretty realistic person. I would say when it comes to I guess like when it comes to thinking about outcomes in general. Mm-hmm. I uh I like to so for me I really like, or I, I find myself doing this a lot. I would, for every, like, you know, like, let, let's say this. Someone proposes me, like, an idea, right? Or, like, a like a decision. Um, I'm going to tell them. I'm like, look, that could work. You know, like, these things and that, like, the positives, right? And then I hit them. I'm like, but how are you going to financially sustain that? How are you going to do this, right? And, like, if even if you... And I give them like multiple options where I'm like, okay, I see it going this way, right? If you were to do like, if you were to work full time, blah, 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 like you could sustain it yet. But if you do work full time, you know, in order to sustain whatever, like whatever decision, how will that impact your schooling? Will you have to do part time for school or will you still do full time and take, you know, take the hit, you know, the potential hit, right? Or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I like to think of, like, the extreme negative is, like, okay, what what could be, like, the cause and effects of everything is, yeah. So, like, realistically, like, a great idea, right? I think that'd be, uh, that'd be fun. That'd be whatever. But how are you going to make that work? And can you make it work without sacrificing, without any negative impact or any any big risks on your personal life as of right now 
Right. So like it's good to be positive, right? When you need to be like, okay, you know, I'm in a shit situation, but you know, like it'll get better, right? Like it'll all work out in the end. But at the same time, you also have to know, well, I'm in a sit like shit uh situation. And, you know, I hope things, you know, everything will work out, you know. But that's only if I stop this, or that's only if I do this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot of similarities uh, with me um, as well. Like, I know that in situations, I like to look at the worst consequences, right? Or like just the worst way it could play out. Because then like, if I already thought about it, I accepted that as the reality, and I'm at peace with it. And uh, so like, if that's the case, then I'll be ready to actually face it if it does come to that. And mm-hmm. be able to move forward with my life anyways. And then if it isn't the worst case scenario, well, it's uh, it's a better scenario, right? And that's probably one that I would also have considered. Like you're saying, you're looking at these different options. So I definitely think that for anyone who's only trying to stay positive and who's only trying to be like, I don't even want to think about that, right? Just having trying to keep a positive mindset and be like, things will work out. I think they're losing out on these things. And then there are going to be situations where things don't quite play out to work just the way that, that you think. So if you take a look at some of the other kind of consequences that you don't quite want as much the things you would try to avoid but still consider them as like a realistic potential uh you know way of it playing out and you have thought about it and how you know how you would deal with it in that situation and you're ready to face it right then i think well one uh it's just more useful right <laughs> you're gonna be better off in the situation if it does play out that way and two it's actually going to be much easier for you to stay positive uh, as, as the situation plays out, right? So, yeah. So I'm, I could tell you that when it comes to this, one thing I am against is the people who are only trying to stay positive. Uh, I just think you miss out on so much and there's just a much higher chance of things uh, not playing out the way you're thinking now by only trying to focus on the positive and staying positive. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, I do agree. I think once you think of like the worst possible things, right, the outcomes, and like even not the worst, like even like, like the possible negative outcomes, you, once you think about that critically, you're able to accept it, right? By like by moving on, like forward with your decision, you're basically saying, I accept these risks involved. Right. And if it so happens, I know of it and I, you know, like I, I expect, almost expect it. Right. Yet, if you're almost, if you're constantly positive, right, though being, being constant, like being constantly positive may be a good trait to have. Right. Because no matter how shitty it is, you're able to be like, okay, well, like these are good things. Right. Yeah, it could be detrimental because it sets you up for these like false ideas, right? Or like, you know, like ideals um, and expectations of like how things should play out, right? If you make a horrible decision, but then you're like, well, like, you know, I thought it'd be a better one instead of like, okay, 
I see where it went wrong. You're going to be like, well, like, you're going to be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm so unlucky, blah, blah, like, like you were saying, like, it could bring you down, right? So it really depends. Like, I know, I know people who are extremely positive, right, in life. And though, you know, bad things happen to them, um, it's not like they don't think about it, right? Think about the negatives. It's because they, you know, they, they go with a decision that makes them, you know, like happier, right? Within the, the, you know, like current circumstances. And I think that can equally be like incredible at the same time. Whereas if someone who's very like methodical and everything they do and like, and then like they think of every possible thing before making a decision, they could also miss out on not making the decision, which could lead to, you know, missing out or like, the the positive like the extreme positive things never happening right so it's it's a good thing to balance both to be honest and uh yeah. i think it's very important to to manage that right yeah that's why in the beginning like i was saying it's it really just it isn't a black and white thing right there's just a lot uh to both of these sides and really they're also not mutually exclusive because i was saying if by looking at the worst case scenarios and really thinking through and having that it allows you to stay positive because you're you're just more aware of what could play out and you're much easier it's much more easy for you to um accept a situation and face a situation if and when it does play out in a, in this less ideal way, right? Uh, whereas if you're just going to stay positive and that get, you get hit with that, a lot of time, they, like someone who's just trying to stay positive could be, I don't know, surprised by that. You could take them off guard and so it's going to take a very special kind of person to be able to really just stay, still stay positive in that kind of situation. And even if they do, they're not exactly uh, always going to be better off, equipped at dealing with the situation and handling the situation. Uh, whereas someone who's thought it through and recognized that less ideal outcome as a possibility, they're going to be better equipped and ready to actually handle the situation. So, um, yeah, like uh, they're just not mutually exclusive. And as they're saying, there's also just some positives uh, with being positive, right? Uh, so the one thing we haven't actually talked about yet is something I'm going to bring up now, and that is the kind of people who are only, they're just negative people. They're always just seeing things that are going wrong. They're always looking at the worst ways things could play out. Uh, if, if something happens, oh, it's definitely going to play out this way. Just like, no, that's one of the worst outcomes. It could play out like that, but there are so many of these other outcomes. Some of them are also not that ideal, but then there are some, uh, but, th but those ones even are still more ideal and probably better. You're probably better off with those outcomes than the one you're thinking of right now. And then there are all these positive outcomes that could also, uh, you know, be, uh, be the, it could play out that way. Right. So with those people, I also definitely think it's, uh, it's not really a good mindset to have. This because, one, I think a lot of people who are doing that emotionally, they are affected and they're just not having a good time, right? And, and that just kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. And two, when you're always just kind of assuming the worst, that's, that's going to affect your decision-making as well. So uh, a balance that you're talking about is, is very, very important. 
Yeah, I think uh, that's yeah. Like like having a really like nihilistic view on the world is only going to bring you down. And I feel like rather than you know like I feel like there is a difference though when it comes down to like only thinking negative versus only thinking positive, right? Whereas positive, you know, like yeah. Like if shit happens, you know, like your expectation is shattered, blah, blah, blah. But you're still going to remain positive, right? And like every so often positive things will happen and you're going to be like, okay, you know, like uh, this is great, you know, like, but when you're only negative, even when positive things happen, you don't see it as a positive. You only shoot it down, right? You don't learn to appreciate the positive things, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, that's very detrimental to one's you know, ability to, I guess, accept uh, any outcomes in general, right? If right. if something horrible happens to you, you're like, oh, well, of course, right? And then you're like, well, it's not my fault, right? It's the world's, it, life is unfair, blah, 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 right? Yeah. So I, I think it's extremely detrimental and even to those around you, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it sucks having those kind of people around you, right? Like it just... Uh... You know, like it just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this uh, this reminds me with something that this guy I was talking to for for an interview actually did a story about. Oh, yeah. By the way, my portfolio website is up, uh, so you could read some of the works I have, both uh, written and and the short news stories, and also some design and photography stuff. Uh, but the the thing I wrote about this guy. Like one of the things she was talking about to me, like he's lived a very, very difficult life, faced a lot of challenges, a lot of traumatic events and overcome so much and found success in, in various aspects of his life, in various stages of his life. So incredible story. But one of the things that he was telling me about is really something kind of similar to attitudes and manifesting and stuff like that. But it was a quote that he remembered from, from a teacher that he had, and that is, your mind is like a farmer's field, right? So whatever seed you plant is what's going to grow. So he talked a lot about planting positive seeds and having those kind of positive thoughts in your head because, you know, if, uh, if, if you think you're the best thing since sliced bread, then... Uh, they're much much more likely gonna happen than um, than if you didn't think that, right? So much of it comes kind of comes into uh, the self belief aspect, to having kind of the positive positive outlook and belief within you. And really, the other thing I can relate to that is uh, when it comes to playing sports, especially uh, in in a skill like shooting in basketball. A lot of people could be good at it just mechanically, just having the skill, but there's so much nuances and just little details that goes into the, because it's such a complex motion. There's so many different parts of your body working at the same time and just such little details could mess up the shop. The margin for error is like, you know, it just, it's not that big, right? So a lot of it, it comes down to uh, the way you're feeling and the way you're thinking the best shooters, if they miss 10 shots in a row, they're still going to keep shooting because they know they're a good shooter. And just statistically, if they keep shooting and keep believing and doing everything the way they've been doing it, it's going to go in. 
right? Because they know how good they are. And the other thing is, like, you just got to believe it's going to go in. If you could keep shooting, but if you don't believe it's going to go in, then the chances of it go in is just, it's going to be less for whatever reason. It's just like, when you believe these positive things and when you believe these negative things, there are going to be subtle conscious and unconscious decisions that, that kind of get made, right? And those decisions, those subtle decisions are going to add up and they're going to actually affect the outcome, right? So there's a huge thing for sure with uh, actually having that possibility, I mean, having that positivity um, and just having an outlook where not being like, oh, uh, the world sucks. Of course, this happened to me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll do this, but it doesn't matter. It's not I'm not going to I'm not going to get this. It's not going to work out for me like these these type of thoughts. Right. So there's a huge thing with being positive and having that possibility, uh, positivity for sure. It's just that when you're only thinking about that and not even considering any other outcome, you're just setting yourself up to not be prepared for the reality, uh, like the reality that things are not for certain, mm, right? Yeah. <laughs> things are just not for certain. Like you're just not going to acknowledge the other outcomes completely. Yeah. Like that's damn. No, I, I definitely agree. I think, uh, I think it is very important to uh, uh like it is very important to stay positive within many scenarios right because at the same time you, like it nothing's for certain right but at least like if you are positive right you could that's something that's that can be certain right mm -hmm. and you train yourself to become positive then it also helps whereas like even though you're not as prepared you're prepared in a way where you're prepared to look towards the positive things, right? Coming out of that. So like, though you're like, oh shit, you know, like, I, I, I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. You're like, you know what? Like, at least I still, you know, got this. At le you know what? Like, you know, at least this is still going for me. So it's not that bad, right? Yeah. So you got that type of, um, you know, like outlook. Uh, but I do think that a lot of successful people will always say, look, one important thing, you know, when it comes to life is be confident in yourself mm -hmm. and your decisions. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Even if you know you're making a risky decision, be confident within it, right? It's better to be confident within it and, and face the consequences like head on than, you know, be reluctant because that reluctancy is what, like you said, like that's a little detail that's going to fuck up your shot, right? Yeah. It's the make or break factor, right? It's a defeatist attitude, mm -hmm. right? If you're not, if you don't have that confidence, if you're not going for it and and, uh, and trying for the best outcomes in a, in a situation, then, then it's literally impossible for those uh, things to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you are in a shitty situation already, and you're going to be, oh, of course this happened. Uh, this sucks, yeah. right? And you're not going to do anything about it because it's it's defeatist attitude. Whereas if you do have that positivity uh, within you and the self-belief and being like things will work out, I'm going to find a way. Well, in that shitty situation, 
you're going to work to find the best option that still exists and you're going to try and actually, you know, get out of the situation. Whereas someone who's only looking at the negative, like I was saying, they're going to be like, this is sucks. Uh, of course, this is happening to me. Uh, the world sucks, blah, blah, blah. And that's very defeatist and not really trying to find a, a way out, not trying to find uh, a better, a better, you know, um, option in that, in yeah. that shitty situation. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's true. The uh, having like defeatist mindset, honestly, it's, it's more so like whenever something bad actually happens, right? You find an excuse for yourself as to why it happens. All you know, like mm -hmm. life is so unfair, you know, I don't deserve this, but then you got to think of, like to yourself, what do you deserve? Right? What do you deserve? And what is something positive that you deserve that will change your mindset, right? That will make you appreciate the little things, right? The little goals, the little achievements, the little, the little triumphs, right? That you, you know, you gain. And so, and so I think it's very important to think extremely positively and extremely negative circumstances, right? And that's something you see with extremely positive people, right? They're so right. used to it too. It comes like right away. It's like, oh, well, that sucks. Let's move on, right? Let's let's try to fix this. Let's try to like mm -hmm. make our situations better. And like, you know, like you would, you would, Sorry. It's okay. Yeah. No, I no, it's okay. Um yeah, like, you know, like with uh let's say you're stuck on an island, right? Who would you rather have, the extremely positive person or the extremely negative person? Yeah. And like how will that impact your chance of survival and how will that impact mm -hmm. the rate and like how long you survive for? Right? With a positive person, they're like, okay, this is the best chance, you know, like, or here are the best options. Like, let's do this, right? With a negative person, it's like, well, we're fucked. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, you know what? Yeah. Let's just wait for someone to magically rescue us. Because with a negative mindset, you always, always want that one miracle. You always think, look, if only this happened, then my life will be amazing. Right. If only that, mm -hmm. yeah you're waiting for your white knight, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, really it's having a positive attitude and having that positive outlook, but at the same time, acknowledging and thinking through the ways that it could play out in a negative way, right? Mm -hmm. The, the ways that it could be, not so ideal for you, not so desirable for you, right? So, so that you could be positive and be positive even in those situ in those shitty situations, but also actually uh, being ready to face them and deal with them, prepare for them, right? There are people like there. I remember like um, I think in one of the blog posts I wrote uh, way back. I don't know how long ago, but a month and month ago that I was talking about just what being ready means, right? Yeah. Like there's being ready in the sense that like you looked at it and, and you've okay, I don't know, done your homework, right? So there's that type of preparation. 
But then there's a deeper level of um, being prepared where you kind of have more applicable, widely applicable skills that could allow you to improvise and just handle situations even when, I guess, surprises come up or uh, just things that you just can't really predict, right? Like, uh, you never know when uh, Tom Cruise is going to walk into your house and try to beat you up, right? But, right, that's not that's not a situation that you would always just prepare for. But um, so that's not something you could really do your homework on, right? But if you uh, have martial arts skills, if you are athletic, if you have a certain, I don't know, self-defense type of, I don't know, weaponry or something close by to you, or you have some kind of home security system, those type of uh, things are going to allow you to be ready for these type of weird and unpredictable situations. So if it does happen, you have a higher likelihood to deal with it, right? So uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of actually being ready for things. Like just having, like, if I know something's going to happen, thinking through the, the outcomes. And so, yeah, like there's like the way it's supposed to go. Right. And that's, that's what you first of all want to do your homework and prepare for. But then there are these obvious ways that you could play out in a like, obvious kind of less ideal ways it could play out. Oh, this could definitely go wrong. Right. Uh, but those are situations that you also want to prepare for. That's a higher level. And then it's a level I was talking about with stuff that you just can't really predict. So when we're doing this podcast, we have this topic. I'm going to prepare so I know like at least some talking points I want to bring up and some thoughts and, and stuff like that where like uh, have idea what kind of highlight I'm going to talk about. But then I also know there's a there's a chance that like audio might go wrong or someone might disconnect. These are These are ways that it could play out that I don't want, but they're obvious and foreseeable, right? So I, I know how to kind of handle that situation. I prepare myself for that. But then there are these uh, weird situations that could happen that are just unpredictable that I can't really do my homework on. But those are the things where you have skills when it comes to, I don't know, speaking or uh, I, I don't know what skill would be super applicable in this situation, but just you have these uh, fundamental skills that are widely applicable that's going to help you. And that's uh, that's the highest level of uh, preparation. And I can relate to this media training, a scenario that we did for my program, right? Like we did this preparation like a week before in class, if, right? It was like an activity, but I purposely didn't prepare anymore for that because I know that if I prepare for it, the question that, that my instructor is going to ask me in this kind of mock uh, dealing with the media, dealing with the press type situation, I'm going to be ready. If I actually do my homework and look these things up, I know I'm going to be good. But ha- but do I have the skills to think on my feet and handle the situation, be calm and composed and speak in a way that that is professional and representative enough of this organization I'm, I'm supposedly representing because it's a mock thing, right? Do I have those fundamental, widely applicable skills? That's the that's what I was trying to 
prepare myself for. That's uh, those are the things I was trying to test out in that scenario day, right? So there are these lo- different levels of being ready for things, mm-hmm. and as important as well, being being positive is super important. Just having that mindset, but actually thinking through these scenarios and thinking about being ready for these different uh, unideal ways of things playing out is also super important. And the one thing that is super important to avoid is that type of defeatist attitude that we've been talking about. Yeah, I definitely agree with, um, you know, like, we're kind of like being, being like the, uh, the jack of all trades when it comes to like difference in skills and stuff like that, I think it's really right. important for people to have a general knowledge of everything rather than having the knowledge of everything on one thing. Right. And, uh, though that may be more successful within that subject, within whatever that case is, if you don't know a little bit about everything, then a lot of the times like you're, you know, like your, uh, I guess, like, what do you call that? Um, your improvisation when it comes to mm-hmm. when it comes to unforeseeable events happening, you're not going to be able to draw from everything you've already known, right, throughout your life and all these mm-hmm. different skills to fix or like to prevent the even worst case scenarios from happening. Right. So like, it's very important. Like I've I know like many instances where like. Just because I know something like related to it or like a bunch of things related to like this one problem, I'm able to use my like a bunch of other skills involved to actually solve it. Whereas like, you know, like whereas like some people like literally just can't because they don't have the that like general knowledge. So I think it's very important of what you're saying. Like you could be prepared just by knowing just by knowing even a few things about something right mm-hmm. so you know like and then like it's also very important that you learn as you go you're not going to put yourself in yeah. all those situations and learn strategically and learn very precisely as to what is what what do i need to do now what's the next step and how do i solve it rather you put yourself in similar situations and bit by bit you gain knowledge on whatever potential that might happen right and it builds mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just really like, that's why for me, I really enjoy going to different types of jobs. Right. Right. So like, I know a bit of everything and have experience within everything. And I really enjoy that. You know, it's, it's a positive, um, for me because I enjoy learning about, you know, like, especially hands-on while I'm actually doing it. Um, and I, I, just enjoy like being able to develop skills, certain skills, like, you know, even if it's just a little bit through working in various types of, you know, um, jobs. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is like having that general knowledge, having these, uh, wide being well-rounded and having experiences in these different things. All of that is going to help you so much with the confidence, right? With the self-belief, with the positivity, mm-hmm. right? It's much easier to have a positive outlook when you have like these things to fall back on, 
when you've been in these all these different situations that you are not familiar with, and then you know that you figured out that you know that you could be adaptable, that you can uh, learn these skills and pick up these skills, right? So like. Honestly, what you're saying with working on these different jobs, like, yeah, th that is massive, right? And the, I would say other thing is uh, having worked or competed or something, both in a team setting or uh, in an independent setting, just having both of those is huge, right? Because, you, because so many situations, the way out is collaborating and working with other people. Like... If uh, and so much of that is also just having a positive, like you're saying on the on the on, on a deserted island, right? You want someone positive and and collaborative, so you could figure stuff out and actually survive and maybe find a way out, right? And then also in an independent setting, because there are gonna be times where you can't rely on anyone. There are gonna be times when you just have to be uh, resourceful and. Uh, you know, adaptable and flexible and just trying to just try different things and learn on the job and see see if something works based on the your other skills and other experiences. And if not, being able to stay positive and move on and try a different method, right? So all those things are going to help you a lot in having that self-belief and confidence to stay positive and to continuously look for solutions. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Because, like, if you think about it, if you're able to solve something based on your general knowledge of, you know, everything involved within the problem, you're going to be like, wow, like, you know, I'm able to do this, right? I can adapt yeah. and I can overcome things on my own or as a team or adjust to teamwork or collaboration or, like, even lead the mm -hmm. team, right? Yeah. And once you have that in your, you know, as part of your mindset, you're like, okay, I'm experienced enough where I'm able to get myself out of so many situations. So what can I do to make things better on my own as well? So that, that, yeah, I do agree that that leads to the confidence, the building of confidence within yourself. And I think confidence in itself is also extremely important. You could be extremely positive and not be confident at all. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you're mm -hmm. extremely positive and not confident at all, that's, that's misleading yourself. That's almost like manipulating yourself into thinking, okay, everything's good. It's delusional. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's a certain level of delusion. And that's yeah. negative too, right? Mm -hmm. If you're confident something horrible is going to happen, okay, sure. But if you're constantly like, like if you're not con like confident, you're constantly second guessing, you're constantly like, oh man, what if this, right? You're anxious. That's going to continue throughout every aspect of your life, right? So ra instead of being confident and saying, yo, we're not getting out of this situation, like, you know, in a good shape, whatever. And you're like, I don't know, you know, like, um, like maybe it'll be so much worse. But in every situation you get put in, in every, in every like circumstance, whether it's positive or negative, you're going to, you're going to be like that, right? Instead of being, look. This is what we need to do. This is how it gets better, blah, blah. You need to accept, you need to accept reality, right? Realistic ideas, realistic answers to things and realistic problems. I think it's very important to accept realistic uh, problems that could occur, right? Through every decision you make. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's like with speaking too. 
if you're not careful with what you're saying, you know the like repercussions, right? If you communicate poorly to someone, they could take that as an insult, offense, whatever, right? And that could ruin a potential like uh, relationship, right? That could ruin networking. That could ruin your opportunities as well, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, like you're not gonna go into a conversation and be like like this or that. You need to be confident in what you say, and you need to stand by it, right? You need to be confident with right. what you say. And how you say it as well, right? So it really depends. Yeah, and and you know there are people who's gone very far with quote unquote irrational confidence. They just have various, they're just very confident, very strong self belief. And when you're really looking at like the in, in other ways and looking at their resume, or looking at their past experiences, or even looking at their skills, you're like, there's absolutely no reason for this person to be this confident. Right, like I, I, they, I don't even know if they're qualified. Like they sound like they're overly qualified, right? They sound like they're expert, and and that you know sometimes like, that's kind of like fake it how you make it type of thing. But except they're not really faking it, right? They genuinely believe it. There is a type of delusion to it, but that type of delusion, that type of like irrational confidence, it, there is a place for that in, in a lot of situations, just because. It's gonna it's gonna allow you to just go further. It's gonna allow you to improve this uh, irrational uh, kind of like I don't know exaggerated image of your skill that you have. Like you you could actually get to that point, right? Where get much much more skilled, much quicker if you just have that belief and put in put yourself in in those type of situations where you're you're really learning and all that. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's like a weird thing, but I think there is a place for it. There's also dangerous in other situations for sure, but I don't know, man. Sometimes if you just really believe and sound confident, you just, I mean, you, you know, for some of those jobs that you apply for and got interviews for, you know, the, the kind of, uh, kind of true, like, why is this guy even applying? (laughs) But Hey. And you, you, you got some like knowledge out of that and some experience out of that, even with just uh, getting an interview or whatever. And it's just like, why not? Right. Because those are like safe, quote to quote, uh, places for those type of irrational confidence. Whereas something where there is a pretty, you know, like serious negative consequence that, that could happen, then just say, okay. Maybe, uh, maybe look at, maybe stay in your lane and, and know your limitations and, and kind of don't try to overplay. Right. So, but yeah, there, there's a place for irrational confidence and it could actually be super helpful. And that type of thing is going to have a lot of positivity to it too. Yeah, for sure. If someone's extremely positive and they're extremely confident in themselves, if they go into a whole new, like uh, field of work with, with no knowledge, if they believe that, look, I could be amazing at this, they will. They mm-hmm. will improve faster mm-hmm. than others. Who's right? Exactly. And they're gonna be like, why? The the constant. The thing is, like, they're gonna be like, I should be able to do this, and like by mm-hmm. by putting themselves in a position where they're like, okay, I I should know this, and I should be able to understand and uh, overcome this. They will think of more. Like they'll think of more ways to solve whatever it it is like it is needed to solve 
to continue that image, to continue that feeling of confidence, right? So like, it's very important for that, you know, to, to happen too. And, uh, but at the same time, delusions can only go so far. You could be delusionally confident in yourself, yet you have to still have, even being confident, you still have to have, you know, a piece of like humble pie, right? You still have to know right. and be real about it. You could be extremely like confident and like, if you're extremely, if you're too confident, right, you come off as arrogant, blah, blah, blah. You go into all these job interviews, they like, they're like, nah, no, 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 no. You have no job. And then you're going to be like, mm-hmm. well, you know, like it's everybody else's fault. And then you slowly, you know, go towards a negative side of things and you become way right. too, you know, disassociated with the actual world. And too confident in yourself, you live in your own world, right? So, it's it's it has a lot of potential to do amazing things for someone. Yet, it can all equally destroy someone. So it is very that kind of goes back to you know like thinking about like any decisions, right, in a negative and positive way, and all the all the outcomes, right that uh that can occur from your decision um but at the same time no matter the risks and the rewards it's still good to be confident in your decision yeah for sure uh just a lack of self-doubt right because uh just that type of uncertainty within yourself is gonna throw a lot of things off so yeah just having that type of confidence and then being able to live with the consequences is uh, super, super important. I really don't have any other thing to add. I'm ready to go into the highlights if you are. If you have any other thoughts, now's I the time. am down for the highlights. Okay. It's been a long week. Long, yeah. long week. <laughs> okay, that's that's not, a, that's not really a highlight. A highlight. And we got your laptop back. Yes. Yes, I did. I got my laptop back today. It's been quite a while, almost like a month since I sent it. Um, yeah. I'm very glad, very grateful to have my laptop back. And um, I'm very excited to have it work. And, you know, it sucks. It would suck a lot, you know, if I were to uh, lose it completely. Yet I did not... Mm-hmm something relating to this i didn't dwell on this for mm-hmm. within the moment at the moment that happened it sucked a lot but you know once i got everything and i did what i need to do sent it in you know warranty and everything okay i hope for the best and that's it i let it be yeah. i'm not constantly thinking like i even forgot about it to be honest <laughs> I was like, uh, I got an email saying like it was uh, like it was uh, on its way to delivery. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, my laptop. So, right. I think that's very important. I think it's super important to be able to look at what you have control over and what you don't, and just being able to accept that and be at peace with that. And like you're saying, letting things be. It is why it is. It is, is like, what it is. That's, uh, that's literally as true yeah. as it gets. 
it really is it really is yeah. what it is like come on um yeah i guess uh to end it i'll go over my highlights i would say that it will have to be like i was saying something about the portfolio website but on top of that i would say it's been great having time and uh and just i don't know inspiration maybe to work on these self-portraits um just been taking a lot of photos uh of myself uh just uh being creative ah. in that sense been super fun i also had the chance to take uh, photos of georgie oh he was over yeah. the other day and uh, he worked uh, as a model for me so uh it's it's been fun taking photos like that all right i'm excited bro send the website yeah yeah it's uh it's uh it's uh linked in, in the bio of my of my uh Instagram okay page. okay all right yes sir and I'll be posting uh, soon. I don't know. Weekly, we're almost like I don't know, two weeks or something like that of these uh, self portraits that, that I've done, just because uh, it's just been fun. The one of the reasons I stopped having Instagram, like so. So the process, like I stopped. I didn't have Instagram for like mm-hmm. almost two years, and and I stopped using Instagram for a bit longer than that. The like why I started it was I just didn't feel like posting anything anymore, and then I was like, why am I following some of these people? So I unfollow, so I stopped posting. Then I unfollowed a bunch of people, and then I really just wasn't really using Instagram. And I was like, okay, well, I don't really need to go on here to look at memes or any of these things because that's the only thing I would do on there. So it just wasn't a good use of my time. I wasn't getting anything out of it. I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll just I'll just get rid of it completely. And when I got it back, like, I don't know, beginning of October or something like that, I um, I just did it because people in my program were using the 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 mess the messenger the, the chat, chat on yeah. Instagram to uh, yeah for the group chat to make events and stuff like that. So I'm like, man, I'll just get on there for that. There's no reason why you have to do on Instagram, but I guess for some reason you guys are. I'll just be there just so it's easier for everyone. And then um, because during the summer, I, I really took starting, started to take a lot more photos, including a lot more self-portraits because I was already into that before I really started uh, using an actual camera to do it. And actually, I just got like a oh. new camera a few weeks ago. That's so a that's highlight, yeah. Highlight. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, and, and so I've been using that one as well, and the pictures are, are even better, I would say, just because it gives me more, I don't know, possibilities, more uh, range of photos I can take. So, yeah, uh, I think it was end of November, I, I decided that for Instagram, I one of the things I can't do that I actually want to post is these self-portraits I do, just because it's actually a lot of fun. So, yeah, I've been doing that, and I will continue to be doing that. And I already have a lot of posts. I just don't want to post everything at once because it's annoying. <laughs> That's annoying for a lot of people. And also, I don't know, feel like no one's really going to look at it if I post everything at once. So they're going to be staggered in the in the following month. And I'm sure I'll be taking more as well going forward. But yeah, that's, that's been a highlight, just having the time and inspiration to really do that. And like I said, being able to uh, take photos of Georgie as well. Lorenzo didn't come over. 
Uh, what a guy. He, uh, his sleep schedule is too messed and woke up too late. Didn't feel like walking over. Joined us for dinner, though, and that was great. We had pho. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely down to take photos of other people. I just like portrait photography overall. Self-portraits are just uh, easy because I am my own model. And also, it's just super helpful for developing your skills since you have to be able to look uh, from both at these angles without the model there. And also, you need to know how to pose the model as in posing yourself. And uh, yeah, this helps you see a lot more. It just makes it easier when you are directing and taking photos of other people. All right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's gonna be it from us. So thank you. Thank for you. Listening.